Hello and welcome back to Sassy with Mickey and Kev. This week we are engaged. Why does it seem like it's just you and not me? Kevin's biggest question after getting engaged is why he doesn't get an engagement ring and a proposal. Can do one later. You're spoiling the surprise. I was going to do one anyways, but now you're like... So it's not going to happen now? You know when you don't want to do the laundry and then like, you know, you start to do it and somebody tells you you need to do it, then you don't want to do it at all. You know that feeling? That's just being childish. <laughs> I'm joking. I think I think it's fair that both parties get something planned, like in one way or another, you know. Are humans the only animals that give little gifts to the other person? No, because similarly to the way where humans get engaged with a rock, did you know that penguins actually also give their partners a pebble to like lock in a lifetime partnership subscription? Is it a special pebble? Is it not like a super expensive shiny one? I thought I'd remember it being like, it, it should be like smooth, like the smoother the better or something. I can't remember. Don't call me on that. <laughs> Did you have that unit when you were in elementary school or middle school with the penguins where you learned all of the different types of penguins and like the different habitats they live in and all that stuff? Did you do that? I watched the movie, the sad one, the march of the penguins. Happy feet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember what happens. Are there a lot of happy feet? It's like an it's an animation. I've swam with penguins before. Oh, really? Yes. That's so cool. I went to the Galapagos and there are penguins there. What kind of penguins? Galapagos penguins. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even know. What are those called? The rock rock uh... The Emperor penguins? No, the rock feather. Really? Like the one with the feather that like the one that like... has giant eyelashes. Yes. Clearly we're not penguin <laughs> experts. Anyways, Kevin and I have decided to um, be engaged, be each other's penguins for life. You know the ones where you have to protect the egg or the baby, like the one person goes, like one of the dad or the mom goes and finds the, goes in the water and kicks fish. Okay. And they switch back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one would be the one getting the food for us? I thought they switch roles anyways. Yeah, they have to like keep the egg where the baby's warm and the other one has to go like hunting. Yeah. And when that one comes back, the other one has to go. Um, which one would be better at which, which task? Um, I'll stay home and watch the <laughs> So if you want to go get the food, that would be great. Figuratively and literally, like, in life. I'm glad we had a conversation about this. Yeah, I'm glad we had that conversation after we got engaged. We don't have a baby yet. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Before the egg. So it's actually been about two weeks since we have gotten engaged. We have not really spent any time with each other because one, I was in Singapore, and two, Kevin has been working literally every single day since I've left for Except two for the weeks. first day. So you've been working nonstop. Residency has certainly not been easy for you, but we are both reunited and this is our one day off before we both start work again tomorrow. So we thought what better way to spend it than to recount some of the events. I actually have so many questions for you about the engagement that I don't even know the answer to yet. So I would love to get Spill some of the tea. The tea. Exactly. Number one. I wrote down like a rough list of questions I think people might have for us. How do we know that we were ready to get engaged? That's a deep question. Yeah. I feel like we were both ready at different parts before. Weren't there like a certain period in time where you're like, please marry me. Why won't you marry me? And then there's other parts where you're like, I don't want to do it. I think 
it's funny, like for my personal journey, and I think a lot of my friends were similar. When you graduate college, you have this idea that like, once you get your first job, you're like, okay, what's the next big thing? It's to like find a relationship, maybe get engaged so that one day you can get married. And then if you want to have kids, then, you know, you kind of need to coordinate with your biological clock. You mean like when you do the math, like I want three kids by 35. If I have the last kid at 34, then I need to have the second last kid at 32, then right. at 30. That means I need to be married by 28. That means I need to be engaged by 27. Right. So literally like physical limitations, right? You know, and you think you're adulting once you graduate college and you get your first big girl job. And so I think there was a period in my life then when I really, really, really wanted to get settled down. And like, I just wanted to move on to the next thing because I feel like your whole life, you're like achieving so much that was the next achievement for me to unlock but there's a lot of emotional maturity and growing that you have to do in a relationship before you like really get to that point and that's not to say I mean like some people can get to that point sooner some people take longer right you just have to figure out what's right for you but I went through that and then I went through a period where I was like I'm a girl boss I'm independent like I feel secure in my relationship with or without like a specific label on it so to speak and I want to do it when we are both ready financially emotionally mentally like everything right what about you when did you start feeling like you wanted to get engaged I think I'm less of a labels person than you are like I'm more in tune with like how I feel and how you feel. I don't really care as much, although it's like nice. I think it's kind of confusing, you know, when you talk to people at work or other people, they're like, oh, who is this? I'm like, oh, it's Mickey's my significant, like it gets a little confusing because, you know, some older people just be like, hey, it's your wife. Or some people will just call you like, it's your yeah. partner. Like, what is this word partner? I feel like older define? folks automatically assume it's like a husband slash wife situation. Yeah, but it's nice to have like a, I think he wants to be like, oh, it's my fiance. I haven't really said that word yet. It feels weird. I've still been saying that you're my boyfriend. Gross. <laughs> Very gross. But how how do you know in a relationship that you want to get engaged versus like, this is not that serious. Like maybe this person is not for me. I don't think there's anything concrete. It's just like a feeling, right? Like you do you feel ready to like trust the person for the rest of your life. I don't think getting engaged should change anything or anything what you do or how you feel about the other sure. person, right? Yeah. Like, it's, like, nice. You have a nice celebration. But, like, right. I think day-to-day, hour-to-hour, nothing should, like, you shouldn't treat her nicer or less nice because of this fact. Or, like, oh, now that you're engaged, you have to do the laundry and I have to do the, I don't know, something else. Like, nothing has... Mm. Nothing but, changes, right? But not everybody, like, lives a life like us where, like, we have moved in together, right? Like, a lot of people wait for that milestone before they start things. So I feel like that's only from so, like, our perspective. So you, you have to be ready to move in with them? Is that a criteria? I don't necessarily think so either. I was more so thinking, like, how do you know that this person is the one? Like, I think to me, I'm thinking about, like, is this somebody who I would want as the father of my children? Like, do I feel comfortable? How do you know that? You do a genetic analysis, you do like a family background and everything. No, like, just like emotionally, is this person somebody who you see as the father of your kids, right? Like for if you want kids, I think that's important. Is this person somebody who you could rely on? Like if you were to get hit by a car and you were in the hospital, would they drop everything and come see you? Like it's like really low standards. Yeah, but then this is what I'm saying, like making sure that this person like checks off all of the things, right? Okay, so tell me how you planned. I would love to know like what kind of planning went behind the scenes. You know about the plan of going to Hawaii though, right? Well, I booked flights to Maui because that was the initial planned location. Mm -hmm. um, and I had 
the hotel ready, the photographer ready, and then the, they had like this cute little picnic thing by the beach that was ready, mm -hmm. and it was all very nice. And then we had to cancel all that stuff because of the unfortunate events that happened in Maui. We'll hopefully go back because our hotels were non-refundable, but they said that we could switch it to another date. So, But that kind of derailed my whole situation. I already planned that like at the end of July, early August. That was like mm -hmm. all planned. I'm like, ah, oh, this is so easy. Like we are very chill. And then middle of August, we were just like, okay, we must pivot. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe we won't get engaged now until next year. I was like, what? I only have so many vacations and things. So right. I had a deep discussion with some of your friends and close colleagues, and mm -hmm. they recommended that doing it in the wintertime was not optimal for your happiness. I'm glad they advocated that for me because I would be really upset. I'm already like kind of sad that my birthday is in the winter because you can never do any fun activities for it. So, so just do it like the day before your birthday and then can just everything just one celebration. Like two in one, like buy one, get one Christmas, free. birthday, engagement, <gasps> all one, one package. Oh my god, for those who don't know, I have a December birthday. So I already have the two in one and Kevin wants to make it a three in one package the wedding then too no are you kidding you decided to keep the original plan so then you had to pivot and then you planned it in clearly you planned it in malibu where you proposed exactly we initially had like six days off okay wait wait wait. let's start at the beginning so this kevin only has four vacations a, a year okay so if anything were to happen i'm pretty confident that it happens on these four weeks of the year because it's the only time that we can not be in Seattle. And this vacation in September has been sabotaged so many times. Originally, we were supposed to go to Japan this week. That was completely canceled because a couple of those days needed to be reallocated for another cause, right? Which left us only with five days for this vacation. And then the five days was then further cut short because I had a business trip to Singapore, which meant that I had to leave on a Saturday, which mean, meant three that we had three days of vacation together so i was like oh let's just do it here in seattle our favorite place did you know that that was a no plan c out of the a b and c no i was like that's probably not the best idea to do it here in seattle. okay just do it at the space needle or the mount rainier <laughs> no we didn't do that that did, was not a good idea mm -hmm. so we're like oh where is a place where it's a little bit more warm and has a little bit more memories for us other mm -hmm. than seattle so I was like, Bay Area, Bay Area vibes, a little bit too cold. Please watch our very first like podcast episode, maybe to talk about why the <laughs> at the Golden Gate Bridge might not be the most great vibes. I thought that would have been hilarious if you proposed at the Golden Gate. I would Gate. just left you there. I would have, <laughs> hey. Mike's where you left me. You want me to call an Uber and <laughs> to take yes. my Uber home? For those who don't have the context, our first um, date was at the Golden Gate Bridge and um, left me there. It, it ended with uh, me and my friend driving away and Kevin Ubering home, which made complete sense because he didn't live the way that we were going. So it only made sense for us to split up. Anyways, <laughs> that wasn't the best, but we both went to LA for undergrad and we both have good memories of things in there. And then yes. we had more support and you know, people there have more stuff so I could figure things out more quickly. I think even like maybe like there was just three weeks before the actual event, mm -hmm. I figured out like I booked the flights in the hotel. So I, I booked a very nice Airbnb in the mountains, very secluded 
So I have to admit that I knew about the LA plans because almost stupid Alaska app. Yeah, because I have the Alaska app and I have other flights coming up and I, you know, I like asked Kevin because I was like, oh, what, what are our plans for this week of vacation? Because clearly I was going to go to Singapore. At some point I checked my Alaska app and I actually saw that there were flights booked to Burbank. And I was like, why are we going to Burbank? And why hasn't Kevin told me that he's booked any flights? Because usually I'm the planner. You know, I like cancel it and uncancel it like four times. Well, I didn't see that. I just saw the well, final because, one. Like, so initially I had tried to book this very, very fancy hotel. Okay. Like called Terraria or some something. So it's like $1,000 a night to stay there. So for okay. the two nights we've been staying there, we've been like $2,500. Okay. And then they had an availability for the beach spot for the for like the proposal. Like they would set everything up. But it would start at eighteen hundred dollars. You're like it's like an extra two thousand dollars for like all the other like they're like you can have like a ukulele person there. So it would have been like six or seven thousand dollars. And I'm like can't yeah. afford that. I thought it would have been very easy. Just like everything is like all inclusive. No, I think I would have been sad if I found out you spent that much money on it. Like that's just not financially responsible given our situation. Hashtag student loans. Hashtag med school. So that didn't happen. See, I was very responsible. Okay. So I booked a nice Airbnb. Very good budget. Okay. I didn't rent a fancy rental car. I, I wanted to rent like a since we were going to go to Malibu. I wanted to like a rent like a nice like a sports car with a room room, and then we ended up getting like this fake car. <laughs> it and, was kind of janky. It was so that car that rental car was so uncomfortable. I felt like I needed to puke every time we drove to the Airbnb because it was in the mountain. mountains. It was really uncomfortable, you have to admit. Like It was a compact SUV for the mountain, but... Yeah, Kevin would be flooring it. It would still take, like, 10 whole seconds to hit, like, 60. No, it's fine. It added to the experience. It would have been nice to have some Zofran or something, though. There are only a couple things you need to book to get things successful. So the most important thing is getting the photographers ready. Mm -hmm. And Mickey's friend, Katrina, actually had a good friend who is a very, very uh, talented engagement photographer who was available for us. They were ready to do wherever, whenever for that day. And then I hired this little picnic company. They have a bunch of these picnic companies. You know, they set up the beach or somewhere mm -hmm. and they like have a little bench, little snacks and it looks nice. And yeah. Oil. So I booked that. And then initially I had wanted to do a scavenger hunt with Mickey, but I didn't know how to like make it work. So you're going to be really annoyed. Be like, why are we going to all these different places? So I was like, I'll just drop her off at her friend's place and I will just pick all those things up and we can have a picnic at the beach. Mickey always like we we, we will go to Hawaii. She always wants to eat like what's it called? The Maguro brothers by the ocean. So mm -hmm. we wanted to like simulate the similar vibes of what I would want to have done in Hawaii, but in yes. LA. Yes. But add like LA vibes. So mm -hmm. if I like donuts and in and out and these things. So I think these little touches are very cute. I don't know how you feel about that. It's like not very expensive, but yeah, it was nice. So Kevin had gotten every single, literally every single thing that I love to eat. So hot Cheetos, Cheez-Its, Kazunori, In-N-Out, um, and they were all ready for me, like at the proposal site. And it was just really sweet. Like it was very thoughtful. Like clearly you had gone to each of these places and like picked out the things that I loved. During the day, like all, all the while I was with Tiff having brunch and I had like maybe an idea that something was happening because you said that we were doing a beach photo shoot. Beach so, photo so I saw shoot. season two. And I was like, first of all, we're not reshooting the cover. I spent so much money on the graphic design of the first season. So it was like, why are we reshooting? And second of all, I usually plan all of our like shoots and details and things. So that felt a little off. But then I was having brunch with Tiff and I was like, oh my God, like I think 
like maybe and she was like no why would he do it in la like he's probably gonna do it in singapore so she was gaslighting me the entire day and i was like "Mm, you're right like it's probably not gonna happen tiff knows exactly what was going on she's she was the no she was a great actress but then she was also like make sure you like look good and like she definitely like made sure that i was um i would be happy with how it looked on the day you look very nice thank you Mm -hmm. you have to take out your shoes though for this Beach. I did because we were at the beach. Kevin had asked me to be at the beach for the photo shoot at 5 10 p.m. and we actually ended up being late because LA traffic and what happened? Well you said 5 30 and then you got there at 5 20. Yes yeah, so so it wasn't like ready. So ready, tip, ready. tip drove really fast and so we were actually able to be our ETA by 10 minutes and then we run into Kevin in the parking lot. So this one, I'm like, I don't think it's happening because why would you just be like casually strolling in the parking lot? So I was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm just crazy. Yes. And then we walked to the beach and this girl was there. And then I did the proposing, but I forgot the ring in the car because I was not ready yet. And And why did you forget the ring? I was not ready yet. You were not, but you told us to be there at 5.10. But then I looked at the Google Maps and not ready until 5.30. So you were just chilling? Nobody asked me. They're like, there's so many things to check. Like the... I had our secret vlog camera set up and I had like talked to all the other people, like the oh, photographers and I was God. sweating my pants off. And Were you nervous? At least I didn't leave the ring in the Airbnb. That's true. Could have, could have been worse. Or in Seattle. <laughs> That's true. Been back in Seattle. So were you nervous? Yes. You were nervous? Yes. Were like, you nervous? Like How nervous, would... I would say no or No, nervous, nervous like doesn't like live up to your like hopes and dreams. Only have this only happens one time in your life. That's true. We can redo it if you want. No, it lived up to all of my hopes and dreams. It was really cute. Like I wasn't sure if it was happening and I was a little confused. So I was really happy that Tip was like there with me. And initially she was like, oh, like I'm just going to drop you off. Like you go. And I was like, no, can you please come with me? Like I'm scared because I was like, I don't know what's happening. And so she, like, came along. She was just, like, by yeah, my side until, like, we went to the beach. Like, literally shout out to her. Like, I don't think I could have kept calm. It wasn't supposed to be at the beach till like, the day before. Where were you going to do it? At the Airbnb. Nice. That would have been cute, too. Like, yeah. The mountain views. You could have hiked a little. There's a little hiking trail next to it. But you know I love the beach. Yes, but I thought there would be too many people at the beach. I'm really happy and thankful you did it at the beach because I think in my head... I've always imagined getting proposed to at the beach just because I love the beach so much. I got so, so much. wet at the beach. Yes, you did get very wet. But okay, so then so then you get down on one knee, you realize that you forgot the ring. I didn't get down on one knee yet. You almost got down on the knee. Yes, and I just had to run back to the car. Yeah, so I, I waited there for what felt like eternity, but how, I think it was, was only like a minute. Was it a good feeling, bad feeling? Like what? No, I felt really awkward. It felt really awkward in the the moment because like I could see it? the photographer, the videographer, and like Tiff like in the background, and like everyone's just like waiting for Kev. And he goes, he runs, he gets the ring, and then you catch your breath, and then you. Said back. words. I already said my speech like before. No, there was no speech. There was like a little speech. I genuinely, if we did not film the proposal, like I completely blacked out. I could not really remember anything or how it happened. So thank God we have the video because- I don't remember anything either. Genuinely, I couldn't remember I just remember said. forgetting the ring. I thought you were going to give a whole speech, but it was rather short and sweet. And then you just asked me to marry you. Yeah, and you said yes, I think. Yeah, I did say yes. I think you said yes like five times. Yeah, I was You excited. didn't take your ring. You like hugged me first, I think. Yeah, I want you, you not me, the ring. And then you like made me kneel down like again. I mean, the ring is fine, but I'm more excited to like spend my time with you. Yeah. Bye bye.
<laughs> so then I said yes. You put the ring on me. We had some sushi. We had okay. Okay, tell me about the kazunori. You know, you can get like the catered kazunori or takeout kazunori. Mm -hmm. So I got that, but then I had to buy ice because I didn't wasn't sure how long it's gonna be okay for. So we went to like ten stores over three hours. Wow. And I had to buy the ice bag from Trader Joe's, which we still are using today. Wow. As soon as we, I said yes, and you put the ring on me, he made us take a sushi shot to sushi seal shot. our love. Yes. <laughs> we each had a sushi roll. Mm -hmm. We have we have this in pictures. We yes. both took the sushi roll, and then we sealed our love took like penguins. Not with a pebble, but with, with sushi rolls. But it was it was really sweet and I'm really happy we captured it on video, I highly recommend, because so many people have told me that they blacked out and I was like, oh, that's not gonna be me. But genuinely, I could not remember a thing and it almost feels like a little, not like cringy, but like, it, I feel embarrassed to like, I feel embarrassed to watch that video. Yes, it's like, I, yes, it's so like the, emotional. I agree. I, I really thought I was gonna cry but I think because you- Because I forgot the ring. Yeah, I think because you forgot the ring and made the situation so comical that I was unable to cry. Did you expect me to cry? No. So you're okay that I didn't cry? You can't do it now. Okay, so logistically, like, Kevin told me after the fact that he had asked my parents for permission. He had talked to his parents, obviously, for permission. So there was, like, a lot that went into planning it. Good job. I think we would have maybe had some friends, more friends. I know, I know some people like to like, you know, invite their friends to come to the proposal, but yeah. we did like in the middle of the week on in, like- On a weekday. Week, on a weekday and a couple <laughs> weeks notice. So I think that was hard for us to do. And Not that we have that many friends to begin with anyways. Our friends are very well spread out throughout the country. And a lot of them are in residency or like in positions where they can't really be traveling. Yeah, so after the fact, that night we spent all of that time FaceTiming our family, our friends, and we also mutually decided to keep it a secret for a little bit so that we could enjoy it for ourselves. And also we had to wait for the photos to come back. Which are very good. Yes, like pleasantly surprised, like they turned out way better than I could have ever imagined. Thank you, Katrina. Shout out to my bestie, Katrina, for recommending that photographer because I don't know what you would have found on your own. I have some questions about the ring. Yes, it's very fun. Unpopular, controversial opinion, but I think girls should tell their mans exactly what kind of ring they want. It's very nice that way. But even if you tell them exactly what ring you have, you still have so many options yeah and the thing right. is it's too expensive of an investment to be something that you are messing up on or something that's not like 100 exactly your favorite but what if people are like this is my grandma's ring you know like those people who do that i mean if you're okay with that that's fine but if you're not then i think that's a conversation that needs to be had or maybe that's like one of your rings and then you have a different multiple rings yeah and it's not about being expensive or it's just about like is it something that you feel like is is of value to you right mm -hmm. and so actually so funnily one of my best friends was about to get engaged when we first met in 2020 we had already actually talked about like what kind of ring i would have wanted like you changed your mind from that a little bit though. i did i did but like 
it was never a conversation that we were like scared to have or anything. I think back then I still wanted, I've always wanted a round diamond. I think at the time I wanted six prongs and then I wanted a gold band. And like a regular gold band. Yes. And since my ideas have changed a bit because... You also wanted a little bit of the little diamonds on the... No, I've never wanted uh, just pave. A, just a little bit. No, I've never wanted pave. Don't make that up. I want pave on my wedding band and not on my my actual engagement ring. You should make an episode about... About my pave. <laughs> your hopes and dreams. Which, by the way, I never knew what pave meant. For those who don't know, pave is basically like small diamonds around the band. Anyways, so then, since then, I have communicated to Kevin that, like, I want a rose gold band because all of my jewelry is rose gold. And I have this weird pinkish, like, I'm golden because I'm yellow. But I also have a pinkish undertone. So rose gold looks really flattering for my skin. And I think it looks flattering on a lot of East Asians. Like, can you make it the Cartier Rose gold color. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Not as rose gold as normal rose gold, but like more yeah. rose gold. I did tell Kevin that if he were ever to get me a ring, like I want not the pink rose gold, like I want more gold rose gold, if that makes sense. And you did a good job. So I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I told Kevin. I, I wanted a rose gold band, right? And then I wanted a round diamond. And then I said I want four prongs. Those were, were like, the. I want a big diamond. I didn't say that. Did you ask me about the size of the diamond? No, I did not tell you a specific size, did I? No, you didn't say a specific size, but you you were like a specific range of sizes. I gave you a range? Yeah. I said that I wanted a shiny rock. I mean, everybody wants a big diamond. You can say that. <laughs> I didn't tell Kevin a specific size, but I did tell him that I do not have the thinnest fingers. <laughs> so in order for the, the diamond to look flattering on my fingers, it needs to be like a certain size. Okay. I did a tell you that, did I not? A certain size. What yeah. size? <laughs> well, that's up to your interpretation. Well, what do you understand about diamonds? How? What are the things that are important? I know very little. I just told you I wanted a shiny rock. Like, it was up to you to figure out like what kind of rock and stuff. Yeah, it's very, very, it's more complicated than that. Wait, okay, so how did you get the ring diamond? Well, so, you know, like you can go online and you go, go on the websites, you can browse stuff and you right. can learn. I think that's a good place to start. There's like different things that are important, like the carrot, which determines the size, the cut, that like the round and all this stuff. There's color. So like... The more clear it is, so the color goes from like D, D, E, F, like numbers, the more clear it is, the more expensive the diamond is. Okay. There's also like the cut, like how well it's cut, mm -hmm. because the better that it's cut and the more like reflective and shiny it is. Then there's also like the inclusions, like how many imperfections are in diamonds. So mm. all of these things, I think they're all like, they're four K's or whatever that determine like the... It's four C's. All of them start with... C. C. They Except Karen, but all the rest are C, so I Colors, think it's four Cs, babe. Whatever, four things. <laughs> See, she knows, but she doesn't know. I know, but I don't. Wait, I'm so curious. So do you just, like, go on, the web like, a website and, like, pick a diamond, or...? You can find diamonds, loose diamonds, like, there's exchanges where they can, like, you can find them, and then you can, like, 3D look at stuff. If you do it that way, right, you only get certain options. You mm. can bring it to a jeweler to create the rest of the ring, or they have, like, preset types of like, oh, there's like a four prong with like whatever, but there's only like four or five options. That would not be possible to create the ring that you wanted from those. And it was like also kind of sketchy, right? They're like, you make an account and then they send you like an email every day. It's like, hello, 
This is Sebastian from Jewelry.com. Please give me a call today to schedule. Like, you know, it's like kind of, I mean, they're trying to make money, right? Okay. It didn't feel very like. So then what did you end up doing? Our friends in Singapore, they have this company called the Better Diamond. Mm -hmm. um, they create custom jewelry for people. So they specialize in lab-grown diamonds, mm -hmm. but then they're also able to customize these diamonds to like whatever shape and form that I could dream of. I spoke to Marcus, who is one of the founders of the company, mm -hmm. and he, he and I are like very similar. We're kind of like nerdy people who like like looking at stuff. So, um, like the first step was us finding the exact diamond. So mm -hmm. there's like these exchanges online that I'm like, oh, here here's the exact specs, and I would send him like a diamond, and he would try to find one and like one up me. And we like go back and forth and we like <laughs> ended up finding the exact right diamond. Okay. And then their company, they use like these 3D models of stuff. And he would like send me like a design and I'd be like, oh, I want this actually this way. And then he could like move things millimeter by millimeter mm -hmm. up and down. I don't know if I can. So, so you really did customize the ring. Do you like... want to see the photos of the Yeah, I'd love process? to see them later. There's like pictures where it's like, oh, like if we make this too high then like we can't get like if we had a wedding band in the future we can't put this here but i'm like i don't want the ring to like go too far up it's like everything was customizable mm -hmm. it's more personalized that way rather than yeah. like I, I actually trust i'm talking to the person like i've met this guy like actually before rather than some random dude but this also meant i had to hide my phone from mickey a lot when i'm about to go to bed and you're already asleep that's why you get the bulk of the workshop done and then right when i wake up and go to work then they're like about to go to sleep uh, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Not that they have any sleeping time there anyways. That's true. People in Singapore don't sleep, but yes. it is really special. Like these are friends that obviously we've met the, fr the first time we ever went to Singapore. And Singapore obviously has a really special place in our heart. They, they have always, you know, welcomed us with open arms. And so it makes me really happy to know that like our ring has like a little personalized touch in that aspect. But you did this completely remotely from the US then, right? Yeah, just everything through WhatsApp. You can like call them. It's very nice. They respond very quickly. But also, like, you know, Mickey wants, like, these fancy... I want the top of the, the prongs to be, like, white gold because if the top of the prongs are, like, rose gold, then, like, the diamond can't shine or something. Yes. Something. So my friend Jenna actually told me this. She told me that um, you don't want yellow prongs because it'll reflect yellow into your actual diamond. So then that was something I think I did tell you at some point. And also, like, I don't know if most people know this, but the diamond industry slash jewelers in general have a huge markup. Like, if you go to Tiffany or if you go to Cartier, the markup is an insane per percentage that I don't even want to discuss because oh, it's, yeah, it's absurd. It's actually way better to take it to, like, a jeweler or a company. Local, like, a, I was looking at this, like, I was like, I wanted to buy a loose diamond initially and just, like... Do it yourself? Do it myself, like... <laughs> So another thing that we hadn't talked about yet so far is the lab diamond versus natural diamond question. Ooh, a hot topic of debate or not a diamond at all. Some people don't want a diamond, right? And yeah. I think the most important thing when you're choosing a rock is to be open and transparent with your partner. And for me and Kevin, we had had this conversation and I straight up told you like literally since years ago that I was like, just get me a lab diamond. That's exactly what I want because... It's the same exact thing as a natural diamond, but it's lab grown, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, it's not from the earth and I don't care about that. The, one of the biggest arguments for like not wanting to get a lab diamond is that the resale value is not as good 
First of all, the resale value on diamonds in general is just not that great if you are reselling your diamond. Second of all, I have no intention on reselling it. Like even, God forbid, let's say we like didn't end up together or something and you know, like I still wouldn't sell it. Like that would not, like I would throw it in the ocean or something. What the heck? But anyways, like I did say I wanted a lab diamond and they are more accessible than a regular diamond. So you kind of get a bit more bang for your buck, which is great. So I think working with the uh, Better Diamond folks, you know, you get Lab Diamond, it's like good bang for your value. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get customizable parts of your diamond, mm -hmm. but also at like a very reasonable cost and a very fast turnaround. Wait, so what were some of the things that you, that were changed about the ring? I'm so curious. We took a lot of effort in trying to actually find the right diamond for you. There were other candidates that were potentially chosen, but this was mm -hmm. the one. How do you like it? Yeah, it's very nice. This was the biggest of the candidates. It was? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's reassuring to know. Yes. Yeah, you did a great job. I mean, I have no complaints. It's exactly what I wanted. You know what's so crazy about it? Like, I didn't realize that diamonds actually shaped, looked... Like, like the, it looks like the diamond emoji. That's because this one has the perfect, like, the cut. Well, was that something the diamond people taught you? Or you learned that? No, they told me about it. I mean, there's, like, different levels of cuts. It's very pretty. It really does look like the diamond emoji, not gonna lie. You think it's like, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the edges are like... Well, like the sizing is also very interesting. So I went online on Amazon and bought like the sizer stuff. Mm -hmm. And then like in Hawaii, I actually had help. We asked our Cartier people to size her there. And then I would buy the ring in Seattle. But then mm -hmm. her finger, like her left finger, like changes in size dramatically. <laughs> like she's like in Seattle versus LA or like Hawaii, right? Like in Seattle, it's cold and a little bit wet. Yes. In LA, it's dry, but warm. In Singapore or in Hawaii... It's like it's hot, more yeah. hot, so she's like more swollen. So I'm Edema. like, so the the people at Better Diamond were like, well, you gotta make sure that you know it fits the day of. So like, airing on the slightly larger size is, is better like, than airing on the smaller size. Like the worst thing that can happen is if it doesn't fit during the day of, right? Like that honestly right? would be offensive. Yes. And then they told me that you can always bring it back to them, and they can always size it appropriately mm, if you need to, which is I great. See. I think that's really good advice, though, like airing on the size of bigger and not smaller. Yeah, but I would also, have really thought about it. Also, it depends on the width, like geometrically, right? Like, so your band, mm -hmm. you take a look, your band is like as thin as possible for the size of the diamond without like having any compromise. If the band is any thicker, then the size matters a little more. But anyways, they, they are very fun to work with. Mm -hmm. um, we'll put the link down to their company down below, and I think it's worth taking a look if you're if you're all out there trying to look into the next step of investing in your future partners. How do you feel? Do you feel like now that we are engaged, what is the, what is the next step? What, what, how do you feel about me? Do you feel any regret? Do you feel a sense of happiness? Did our relationship like, change after we got engaged, do you think? Are there like other things like um, you wish to say to me now that it's like you, you can say stuff Ooh. more to me now, right? Because you can't, no take spaxies. Like, do I feel like our relationship has changed? Yes and no. No, because I think we've always lived life the way that we wanted to, like with or without like an official quote unquote label on it. Yes, because like, I do think it comes with like a sense of security. Like I do like wake up and I feel happy and I feel excited and like, 
not that I didn't know that I was going to spend the rest of my life with you, but like, it's nice to like, no, no, like on the last episode, I shared that I really do want to like have kids, I think now. Right. And so like, I'm 26 turning 27. Yeah, there's like a finite amount of time that I have to like kind of fulfill my own timeline. And if a man's isn't going to respect my timeline, then I don't know if we're gonna be on the same page about life in general but I think it it's been like a really blissful period of our lives neither of us are really people who have like fantasized about like a, a wedding so to speak like I don't have a Pinterest board or anything I know some girls like literally have like a dream for what they want and a vision I think to both of us like a wedding is for a celebration an excuse to get the people, yeah, the people yeah. that we love the most, right? Hey guys, so unfortunately we have realized that the audio on this episode, on the most important episode of our podcast thus far, um, doesn't work. And so... I'm so sad right now. Normally we would refilm the episode, but we deemed that this one would just not be the same if we refilmed it. Um, it captures some of our initial reactions, and so sorry the audio is not as crispy as it normally is. Anyways, we are very excited to be engaged. Um, if you guys have any questions, please do leave them in the Q&A section on Spotify, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you all for supporting us and supporting this podcast, and hopefully our audio will be crispier in the future. Yay! To crispier days. Bye!